So now we're going to dive into lesson three. And what this really is, is about is processing God. And it's really learning to articulate what it is he wants us to walk through so we can truly hear his voice speak on our hearts so that we can hear him for the processing of our life. Because if we're not hearing the voice of God, we need to just stop everything that we're doing. If you can't sense his presence and him leading your heart through the power of the Holy Spirit, we got a problem. Okay, so you just need to freeze. Put everything on hold until you figure this out. Because if you don't, you're going to walk through life and you're going to completely miss God's calling on your life. So here we go. If you read verse 17, it really talks about the characteristics of this age of the church and this particular church of Laodicea, which is today's church. But we're going to jump into verse 18. I counsel you to buy from me gold refined by fire that you may become rich. So what that is really telling you is the fire is all about one thing, and that is the truth. Okay, Gold is the truth, and refined by the fire means it's been purified. And you're buying that from Jesus. If you buy that from Jesus, and refined by the fire is really the fire of faith. Okay, it's being tested. And as it's being tested, it's being purified. And that will make you rich. And what it is, it's rich in faith. The more you absorb God's truth, and it's tested through faith, the more you will become wealthy. And you'll become wealthy in what? Wisdom of God, knowledge of God, and faith of God. I mean, that's really what that is. So make sure that you understand that gold here is truth. Refined by fire is the testing of faith. It is. It's the testing. And it's being purified into your life. Because it doesn't matter if it's sitting there. It's just like if I'm talking to players when I was coaching, it didn't matter what I said. It only mattered what they heard. It's the same thing. If a pastor's talking and he's preaching, but nobody's doing anything and nobody's hearing it, what good is that? You're just wasting oxygen, to be honest with you, and carbon dioxide. So let's let's be beyond that carbon dioxide and that oxygen exchange and let's get to the fact that we need to have this fire refined okay and or excuse me this gold refined by fire that is so important that is so important you want to be wealthy in this you want to be wealthy in the truth and if you're not everything else is off the table nothing else is ever going to matter so diving into god's word understanding his truth is everything. We need to be prayerfully approaching the word of truth. We need to be faithfully approaching the word of truth. We need to ask God in prayer to enrich his word in our hearts and in our minds. And what we learn to do is we got to learn to practice God. That's really what we have to do. To make truth really stand out, we got to learn to practice God. So the lesson here today is that are you willing to practice God by absorbing his truth and spending time in it? How much time do you spend with God on a daily basis? I mean, ask yourself that question. How And we've, we kind of dove into that a little bit in the first lesson. But now, as we're going to approach this understanding of truth is, is gold here, and it's got to be refined and purified, then... The word of truth has to become active, okay? 
if it's not active in our life, we have a problem. It means the Holy Spirit's not interacting with us. So as we absorb truth, that is really the lesson today. Are you absorbing the truth? I'm not saying are you opening your Bible and reading it. Are you absorbing it? That means, is it becoming alive to you? Is it something that's transforming you? Is it changing you? And one of the main changes really comes in the next part of the verse, white garments, so that you may be clothed and your shameful nakedness be exposed, or not be exposed, excuse me. Basically, are you being purified? Are you wanting to walk in purity? See, here's what I learned to understand. And this is extremely important. It's not that, am I just obeying God's word? Am I being obedient like in this legalistic, okay, I didn't commit that sin, I didn't commit this sin. That's not what I'm talking about. What I'm talking about is there is there a willful desire in your heart to want to obey God? Ask yourself that question. Am I naturally wanting to obey God? Because if I'm not, and I'm more prone to being pulled to my fleshly ideals, then we have a problem. Say there again, we have a problem. Somehow we're not absorbing the word of God. Just because you're reading it doesn't mean you're absorbing it. Are you really hearing the words that are being said to you by the power of the Holy Spirit when you read it? I mean, ask yourself these questions because if you're not absorbing it, we got a problem. And you notice I keep saying that over and over and over. So absorbing the word of God is everything here. Okay. And it should be leading you to think in a pure way. And it should be you, it should help you become to develop this hunger for more of his word and this desire to walk in purity. And I'm not just talking sexual purity. I'm talking just purity of thought. And and really what purity of thought is, is just the opposite of what happened to King David when he committed uh, his sinfulness with Bathsheba. It's you will be focused on doing God's will. It will. It'll help you focus on doing that. And you're going to, and, and you have a desire to do it and you continually do it and you continually want to do it. See, what happened is, is David got fat and happy and he got lazy and he didn't go and do what he was supposed to do. If he'd have been focused on doing what he was supposed to, he would have never been there and this would have never happened, but he didn't see right there. His, his first thought of impurity didn't occur when he saw her. His first thought of impurity is when he didn't do what God wanted him to be doing. He wasn't following God's will and it led to other things that are not God's will. See, most sin is not committed when you do the act. Most sin is committed when you lose focus on what God wants you to focus on. And you can't focus on what he wants you to focus on if you are not following his word. If you are not absorbing his word. You can read it all day long, but if you're not absorbing it, it's not going to impact you. Ask yourself, is reading the word of God leading me to want more of it? And is it leading me to want to walk in purity? Ask yourself those questions. Because if it's not, something is in the way. Something is in the way. Some attachment that you have, which we've talked about attachment, is preventing you, some attachment to the world is preventing you from absorbing God. What is it? Ask yourself that question. I will tell you that... 
I've had to give up a couple of things in my life, career paths, that were leading me to not absorb God's word at the level he wanted. I was absorbing it, but just in part. I need to absorb it in whole. And by not by walking away from a certain career path, it took my mind off of those earthly attachments that I had and put it where God wanted it to be used by him. Okay, so that's just an example for me to you in this lesson. So think about this in terms of the fact, am I absorbing God's word? Is, is it building a desire in me to follow and want more of him? To pursue him in a more deep and intimate way. Because when you walk in purity, what happens is, is that it develops your intimacy and connection, your intimacy and your connection and your attachment to God. See, when we do that with other things in this world, it leads us away from God. See, we have to be very careful, even in our marital relationship, if you're married, that connection cannot outweigh your one with God. I don't care if you're a male or female here. It doesn't matter. If you're married, your connection to God needs to outrank your marriage. Because guess what? It's not your marriage anyway. It's God's. If it's truly of him, it's his. And you will acknowledge that. That, you know, our marriage really in our marriage, it's God's marriage. <laughs> it belongs to him. It's a temporary assignment and he gets total control of it in any way, shape, and form that he wants it. It's his entity. It's not yours. It's not mine. Okay, I don't own this. It goes all the way back to ownership. God owns it. So I have to acknowledge that. And I have to understand that his truth is, again, his truth. And I need to absorb his truth so it will transform me into what he wants. And, it, and I know I'm being transformed because I will desire more of him and less of this world. I will continue to desire more of him. And it will eventually build a love in me for other people to share the gospel with them. Eventually, that's what this is all going to lead to. All right. So you have to build that desire before you can be successful in sharing it. You know, running out here and sharing it is great. But if you're not tr properly trained, if you don't properly understand how to develop that inside of you, you are not going, you're not going to develop every aspect of this that you need to. You're not. So in this lesson, I want you to ask yourself this question is when I read the word of God, building a deeper desire for him, is it developing a deeper desire to be pure, to put on those white garments? Is it leading me to do that? That's your question that you need to answer. You need to be praying about this. You need to be asking God about this. So, some really good reading. Read uh, 1 Corinthians chapter 6. Focus on verses 18 through 20. Read Romans 12, 1 and 2. Focus on those two right there. And you can read all of Romans 12. Actually, I think it was 1 through 8. But really hone in here. Okay. Is my desire for God being transformed? Also add Galatians chapter 5, okay, and really focus on walking in the Spirit. I believe that starts with verse 16. 
go ahead and look at that. And I'll, I'm going to flip over to that right now as I'm giving this lesson to you guys. And if you go to chapter 5, yes, it starts with verse 16. goes all the way through verse 26. Read those. Okay, Focus and hone in on those. Write out what comes to you and just read them over and over and over and over and over again. Don't read them once and just think you have it done. I promise you, you could read this for three straight months and you will still not get everything that is in there. I promise you, the Spirit will keep revealing things to you. I know. I've been in Deuteronomy chapters 8 and 9 since January. And this is June. Middle of June, might I add. And I and God just keeps revealing more and more to me. It's unbelievable. It's amazing. Okay? And He will. All right? The Holy Spirit will do that inside of you. But you have to desire this and want it. So the lesson today is read these partic three particular passages and dive deeper. Okay? Obviously, the, the premise and the base of what we're coming from is Revelation chapter 3, verse 17 through 20. 17 is just characteristics. 18 is the start of a process. And let's hone in on this. And these other supporting passages will help you with that. Let's get to that purification. Lead you with a little food for thought. Of all the writings of Paul, okay, the 13 letters that are in the New Testament, you add the book of Hebrews and James. There's 105 chapters. About right at half of them deal with purity. Exactly. Think about that. They deal with purity. It's a big deal. And this concept of purity is really a reflection as if we are truly absorbing the truth. If we're not absorbing the total truth of God, then it's hard to desire purity. You won't desire it. You'll desire the things of the flesh. To desire the things of the Spirit, to walk in purity, you have to absorb His Word all the time. Think about that. And that is for the lesson for today. Have a great week. I look forward to uh, serving you guys again.